0: Tell me what you're doing
1: here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a
0: date. <laughs>
1: Warning. Otaku contains a dark language and discussion. If you easily invented, do not continue to listen.
0: <laughs> it's over 9,000!
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Utaku Force. I, as always, am your host, Gregory Darkside Holmes. And, folks, you can always find us on RaymanDigitalMedia.com on your favorite streaming platforms iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. So, folks, we're here again with another set of show reviews and recommendations. We're so happy that you guys join us. You guys let us into your ear holes, your homes, wherever, and uh, listen to us banter and me mostly yell. at David half yeah. the show. You let Greg put his big Viking cock in your ear holes. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that, God damn, we're not going to get away from that now. <laughs> Shit we say before the show? But anyway, so again, thank you guys. And in studio today, as always, is my Filipino brother from another mother, Mr. David Sabal. Ohio. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't hear last show, David had an error like a Windows machine went, Ding, oh,
3: yeah, I I've literally just lost
2: yeah we don't worry we, re- we reinstalled a fresh copy of windows 10 into david with a backup of linux just in case uh and as always personing the board we have mr michael flores <laughs> who's always there with something halfly, partly offensive to say at the start of the show but that's why we have everybody here so that one of us says something stupid and everybody else can make fun of him for it or just laugh so again, guys, as always, as we've come to basically review a couple of shows, make our recommendations on whether or not we feel that they're good uh, to check out. We're going to start off with yet another webtoon comic turned anime. This one is Noblesse, which is about Ray wakes up from 820 year long sleep and starts his new life as a student in a high school founded by his loyal servant Frankenstein. But his peaceful days with other human students are soon interrupted by mysterious tackers known as the Union. Or the Unions, I'm sorry. This is actually produced by Production IG, who's worked on many shows. Uh, one note, one most notable one is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh. So, uh, this one, the art style, the animation style, definitely harkens back to mid-90s shows. Uh, if you... If you know of Clamp, it really kind of struck a chord with me and it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, the way the main character uh, Ray looks is uh, very ex-1999, very handsome, very, Fushugi. you know, Fushigi Yugi looking gentleman. Hmm. Uh, so this definitely has like an old anime feel the way everybody looks. Everything's kind of crisp and, you know, shiny. Uh, and the characters all have their own personality, which I think is great. Uh, and so, for the voice acting crew for Frankenstein, uh, we have Daisuke Hirakawa, who did the voice of Jerome in the 2016 Berserk series, and Koji Tanaka in the Ajin TV series. And voicing uh, Kadis Etrama de Razel, or Ray, is Tarsuke Shingaki, who voiced Karia Mato in the Fate Zero TV series. Uh, for this, it was very. I've read the webtoon, and it's a, it's a very
3: vampire story. <laughs> Just come out and say it. He's goddamn Dracula.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's Dracula. His servant's Frankenstein. And what I like is that Frankenstein has basically like a a version of like an '80s hair metal lead singer type lead singer, haircut. Yes, um, I like the dynamic to be between the two, where Frankenstein runs the high school, yet. Rizal is in charge, but there's always this kind of fun dynamic where he doesn't really know how. He's trying to learn how to act around around teenagers and human or humans in general. Yes. Uh, and it's always funny. because He's very so very proper, very you know very count like he likes ramen. He's obsessed with it. The first three episodes, he nothing but ramen, but he lets it sit. So I think, I think you think remember him saying like he likes he wants the egg to cook and. It's just kind of funny seeing him interact with the other students and the single fact this is another webtoon series turned anime, which I think is great.
1: Okay, I have a question a, about this. Yeah. Okay, now, is this truly considered a anime because it's a Korean series, right? Yeah. So you can call those animes because yeah. technically it's not, right? I mean so, in the general sense if possibly, you want to break if,
2: if you want to break it down based on geographical geographical like where the story came from then no it's not you you could say it's not an anime.
1: So that's what a manhwa a manhwa is? Manhwa. A manhwa, that's what they call Korean anime. It's
2: like, essentially so, manhwa is like their manga and it's also what they kind of okay. categorize uh, like Chinese sword novels in as well. Like okay. kind of like kung fu novels or like are like our manhwas. Uh, but I think now it's coming since there's so many stories coming out of Korea, and then also you have a lot of anime-styled games coming out of
1: game companies from, from Korea, from China.
3: Well, you have a lot of studios actually springing up in Korea. And, and I, yeah, I'm I a
1: big uh, Korean cinema fan as a whole. I just never really got on board with their anime, just because I I was like, maybe, I just ignorant towards for, it, for a long I time. Guess.
3: For a long time, now correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, but I mean like for a long time, you in the very are. beginning, Korean anime back in the day was kind of like seen as like second-class anime like cheap anime like dollar store anime
1: yeah well a lot of studios
2: would outsource to korean studios here in america to do a lot of the animation work
1: cartoon work as a whole
0: yeah
2: and so so that's where you that's where you japanese animation yeah and that's where you see kind of some cartoons back in the 90s that wasn't anime but it was done by a you know they had the animation done by a korean studio but you can tell that they were telling them hey kind of make it look anime but don't yeah and so that's where it kind of came from like well okay it, it's it's want to be anime it, they're they're trying to be anime but not be anime yeah but then you have korean studios that in, in recent have things have changed yeah, yeah have changed. a lot of they've done uh, some some uh, one you know one korean studio uh did the boondocks which is a, a huge adult swim show. See I yes.
1: didn't realize that was Korean made.
2: Yeah. It was, it was done by a Korean studio. So was Black Dynamite. And then even some of the. I believe even some of the DC anim, animated films. Were,
1: were done. Partly done by a Korean studio. By a Korean studio. Yeah, see I was aware that. I think the last I read. Maybe two years, years ago. Like 80 to 90% of the United States. Animation goes to Korea. Yeah. So I I was aware that they're like the fucking hub now of of cartoons of animation. But I, but in terms of the Japanese animation genre, I wasn't aware that they were involved in that necessarily. They're
2: now, it's now considered a part of it because I think what's happening is a lot of stuff is getting any, any animation coming out of, out of Asia that you know, Japan, China, Mm -hmm. even, um, even Korea is, is now being just kind of thrown into anime.
3: And if I'm not correct, okay. the, the advent of really good manhwa series lately, especially the last that, five years, so has made Korean anime really popular. Yeah,
2: well, and that's the thing is that you, there's a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, Korean mangas, you know, these manhwas that are that are coming out. They're already coming out. Yeah, but then you start because then people were still doing scanlations of manga and and fan and basically uh fan translating it mm. kind of how we had fan subs back in the day where somebody would buy the tape from Japan they would dub it themselves and then they would sell it this way is kind of the same thing yeah uh, but then you have uh apps like webtoon which is global and then they even have the, have their own version of it over there but they kind of you know have both so you have these creators now putting up these these comics these these manhwas that are now gaining traction around the world. That's why you had um, Tower of God, you had uh, God of High School.
3: Yeah, because those series I I heard and read about because of webtoons.
1: Yeah. Well, even webtoons weren't necessarily widely widely. It wasn't known a big thing outside until... of the country of Korea. It wasn't yeah. until um, it wasn't until the popularity had... of people starting to read them on smartphones that yeah. they became a thing. That the app actually came to America.
0: Yeah,
2: because I I'd ha- I've had the app for. Years, really. Um, that's why you have like a like Sweet Home, that's now a live action Netflix series,
0: mm-hmm.
2: was is a comic on webtoons. Um, you have Lord Olympus, which I believe that animated show is in production now, or it's in talks. That's a that's a locally that's a I believe that creator is from the U.S. though. So, but that's the thing is that webtoons has has been able to help launch other shows or other series to becoming. Animes, animes to getting an animated, you know, animated feature, which I think is great because then it's now a platform for people. Like every anime fan has a, has a manga they want to do, yeah. whether where, no matter where you're from, you have an idea for a story. And so, what's great is that they put these out and people love them and read them. Um, which is funny because on webtoons, if you look at what the bulk of the the comic the the mangas that I read, yeah, they're all romance in some way. Really? Outside of the like the physical manga that I read, it's your typical shonen shit. It's your what a typical you think a typical dude in anime would read. You look at my webtoons, top one fucking lore Olympus. After that, I have no beliefs After that, I have I fucking don't know. I, I can't name all the ones that I have. I have to catch up on all of them. I have to catch up on the one where a wizard girl is in love with a de- with a demon queen. <laughs> <laughs> I read a shit ton of romance on there. Yeah. I don't know why, but fuck it. So this show has that like nineties anime touch to it, which I like, uh-huh. but it's also, it's also polished. So it doesn't have that kind of gritty look to it.
3: Yeah. The animation quality in Ease is really good, but I like
2: that each character has their own look, their own feel you have like in the beginning, you have like the creepy tall dude that mean that me and my wife thought was a woman. Um, <laughs> But then you started talking. We're like, oh shit, that's a fucking dude. And then there was a sniper. She's like, that, that's that's definitely chick. She's like, that's a fucking Widowmaker character, like Widowmaker from Overwatch, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hot French woman who probably kill you even, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. And then she's like, nope, that's a dude. She's like, that's the fucking game of anime. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? I don't fucking know. That's <laughs> that that's... needs
1: to be an actual game we play here on our <laughs> one of our shows. I think yeah I think it'll be think a drinking that'd be a game. Fun. That'd be a fun. That'd oh, be a wait. fun game. You don't drink right? No, I don't, and so it's alcoholic, so that's a yeah, bad idea. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Actually it could be a good idea then.
2: <laughs> yeah, everyone I get right, I don't drink but David drinks for me and then everyone David gets right, he has to drink.
1: <laughs> no, that's a fucking horrible what? idea.
3: That's a horrible idea.
1: No, no I'm s- saying it's a good idea because then you can drink. It would be fun to see someone who never drinks drink. And then also oh. having an alcoholic live on the show fall off the wagon. It'd be great. Oh, the
3: ah, yes. Ratings. And then <laughs> I'll be
1: going to hell that same night. I
2: guess it works out as long as we get, as long as people subscribe to the Patreon, I guess. Yeah. As
1: long as the, the show gets downloaded, you know, thousands of times, then I think it's a win. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. If Dave Fuck is going to wake up in a corner crying, but it's a good idea. It's a good as long idea. as
3: I'm just crying, you know, don't, we're I not bringing up be... any that. App, app. We're not bringing up anything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we don't want to hear
1: about the time you stuck like an entire anime VHS tape up your asshole. Because I'm sure you have a story. Yeah. To tell. So we're gonna I move on. So we're I gonna move
2: that. on back to East. And so, <laughs>
1: well, this time I looped up the anime cassette I pirated uh, and uh, just jammed it really hard up my rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a force. Have you ever
2: seen a man shove an anime VHS up his ass? That's when you know you've really hit the dark corner of the anime.
1: (laughs) Now, you may think, hey, well, assholes are circular and uh, cassettes are rectangular. Well, and it may not work, but guess what? It worked. And it was pleasant. God damn it.
3: It just hit my colon. Uh, Oh, 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 God.
0: This this is
2: this is why it's not a good idea for me to start drinking after being straightish for all these years.
0: <laughs>
1: or would it be a great idea? No, it'd be a fucking horrible you could idea. Put up with all this? No, exactly. I
2: no, because it, it, that'd probably bring out the more violent Greg. <laughs> He's gonna slay us with his Viking cock
3: and then shove him. Oh yeah, oh you, have big, a oh, oh, you have big Viking cock.
2: God damn it! Say one thing at the beginning of the fucking show. <laughs> God damn it! But anyways, back to the fucking review, which is why we're here. Uh, this one the the way it starts in episode one feels like it just drops right into the show. Doesn't I don't remember hearing about Ray wait like seeing Ray wake up, no or anything. <laughs> but then after watching the three episodes on on Crunchyroll, there was like a, it was like a one like an OVA a one you know original video animation like one shot episode called Noblesse Awakening and I'm like.
1: Should we have watched that first too? Like, what the fuck? But why do they do that? Yeah, like <laughs> I so, fucking hate that when they do that. It thro- it throws you uh, off. I, well, I, I, I get so frustrated with that. And so I was because I watched the three episodes, and I liked the series. They did
2: a great job of taking the the comic, or, you know, the the Wine mon- mon- and putting it into an animated feature. And then I was like, fuck, like he talk about when he real when he awakens? I'm like, I don't fucking remember seeing that. <laughs> and then I'm questioning like. What I watched in the first episode, like, did I really watch the first episode? Was it the first episode? Like, I'm in the fucking Matrix. I'm trying to decide whether or not what I'm eating is actually tastes like chicken or if it's actually fucking cream of wheat. <laughs> and then I realize it it's neither. It, I was eating pizza, so, you know.
3: <laughs> well, better pizza than this than other things. Let's just keep it at that.
2: Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's keep, let's keep, let's keep it back keep on it track safe. here. Yeah, keep, it safe. Yeah. Okay, keep us on track. If you have to switch to Linux, David, please switch to Linux.
3: <laughs> I will hit restart.
2: <laughs> Thank you. But I do like, I do like the, how each character develops through each episode. That you start kind of seeing like Rizel's, kind of his attitude. And when you have two other noblies clo like show up who can't tell that he's one of them, and he's just kind of like, "I'm gonna continue on with my shit. Fuck you." And they're just like, "Why? Did, why is he affected by us? Like, why, why? Why can't we control him with like our powers?" They never know because he's always so fucking straight faced.
3: Yeah, he shows no emotion whatsoever because. Essentially he is a vampire and that that is the st- t- uh, stereotypical vampire trait is like I am emotionalist because I'm undead. And when I other- really I, I'm going to be honest. I really wanted to like nobelies. Yeah. But there was just a part of me that basically was like going ah, I've seen this time uh, I've seen this story before. And
2: was it a tale as old as time? <laughs>
3: on a magic carpet ride
2: no i was going with beauty and the beast you dumb fuck
3: (laughs) i thought it's a magic carpet ride no but anyway not to get sidetracked because i'm gonna restart again (laughs) but you have these concepts that are very familiar to me and it just seems like you know the whole he's not calling him a vampire for some strange reason just bothered
2: me well but what i like i like how they explain it was that people in the in the past humans in the past relied on them for protection yeah and that and they were subservient to them because they protected them and they gave them they basically made sure they were taken care of and the way they described it they did that because they knew humans were weak and they kind of did, that was part of their their character yeah. that's how their families that's how these noble noble families operated these nobles yes and so i think it's a different take on the vampire and that's what i liked about it it wasn't your typical, I'm a vampire, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't your typical, you know, vampires are ruling class, humans are food.
3: Well, especially when you get to the jokes of, you know, like, you know, when he takes the. There's at one point he takes chopsticks, right? Yeah. And then so when all they. So of a sudden it, you have <laughs> this, like, weird flashback of him panicking about getting staked in the heart. <laughs> and I'm like, going, yes, I get it. He's a vampire.
2: But no, I like But I like that because then it show. But it also shows kind of a change from then to now. But what I like is the difference in... the nobles. Mm -hmm. Because you have Rizel... who's kind of your typical... like emotionless vampire type character. Yeah. Shows very little emotion, if any. And then you have the two other nobles that show up. Where one is exactly like him. She... the girl... out of the two, the boy and the girl... the girl is exactly like him. She's very calm. No real emotion. Just kind of... hey, I'm here. But then the brother he's kind of your arrogant vampire type.
3: Yes. The aristocratic vampire. Yeah.
2: we like, you should be, you, why, why don't you do what I tell you? Like that, you know, that very arrogant, Yeah, you know, very kind of stuck in, in the old ways, if you will. But that's what I like about it is that they show there's a difference between these characters. And then you have the union who in its own has its own inter- internal conflicts. Cause you have them where they have like their black squad, like their black, you know, Black Sight Squad that, you know, does all their black ops, they're the, all their secret missions, and they're all kind of badasses in their own it way. It felt
3: very like Helsing in a yeah.
2: lot of ways. But then you had, but then they had like their modified humans. Which is, Frankenstein's not included in that for those listening. Frankenstein's Frankenstein. Yeah. But a very pretty Frankenstein. So, you know, <laughs> uh, imagine if Dr. Frankenstein created his monster, but also, but also was really good at plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> um, But then you have these modified humans who have abilities beyond what we have. And you meet one of them who just wants to live his life and just wants to find out what his real name is. Mm -hmm. And but then you have the uni coming in and bringing up everything about some mission. And I like that they intertwine everything, but it's not a garbled fucking mess where you're like, what the fuck is going on?
3: I will agree with you there that to me, it wasn't garbled. It wasn't garbled. As I said, I really wanted to hate noblies, mm-hmm. but as the series went along by three, it started solely where, uh, winning me over. Yeah. And it's because I, I was actually looking at the whole thing. Like what you were saying, they, it's the same thing that we've always been seeing, but it's just slightly askew to the point that basically it's not annoying where, I've seen this before. I know what's going to happen. Well, because
2: if you look at every story where a vampire kind of lives throughout the centuries
0: mm-hmm.
2: or wakes up, you know, in a new time period and has to adjust to the the world, the area he's in now, it's, it's your typical, he tries to do the shit that he always did, but then he has to realize, oh, I can't do that. You can't. And then, modif- and then like, changes it a little bit by the end.
3: And I like that element of, like, a man out of time.
2: Yeah, but this one basically... It does that, but it does it in a way where it's it's not messy. It's mm-hmm. not your typical thing where Rizel wakes up and wants to be a high school student. Because mm-hmm. you have things where he's learning how to live in this era where he gets a cell phone and he starts learning how to send you know texts. <laughs> and but what I like about the series as well, and what I liked about you know, is you kind of have that hint of it's not your typical where you have kind of the nerdy kid. You find out that he he's he's gay mhm by the way he he warms up to the other noble and he's like, oh, how tall are you oh, i'm the same height oh what are your what are your hobbies? what do you like <laughs> and, his, and his friend his friend went what Men? The Men. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like sure. wait a minute, is he into guys too
3: like what no it's okay it's okay that's normal now
2: Then it's you know but it mixes in those things where it's not just like your typical oh here 's vampires coming into into our into the new into like this century, yeah. And how they take over, no, no, or I, how I, they I don't, run through
3: it. I, and I'm, I'm really, I'm really honestly mm-hmm. appreciative that they didn't do that because I'll be, uh, I mean, I was really keeping honest, David. You keep saying I'm going to be honest, so I just was keep really, being honest. <laughs> I was really on the the fence, the fence with this anime compared uh, compared to like a couple of the animes that we've covered already because I don't know, there was just something. It's probably just not. The type of anime for me yeah and but i also think if we
2: watch the awakening episode that
3: would that, i'm that's, glad you brought that up because i found that out after i watched, yeah, I watched three. all three and i'm like fuck should i watch this one first like and all of a sudden i get to that and i'm like going wait a minute so you mean to tell me that episode one's not really episode one and i i went back and i watched awakening yeah it makes it more sense.
2: Oh, okay, so then, yeah. <laughs> so, folks, if you're listening to this and you, you're going to check out Noble East, if you haven't already, definitely watch out. Watch Noble East Awakening, Awakening. and then watch the series. Yes. Because uh, I saw it. I was like, man, no, it'd be cool. Like, that's probably like a little one shot that has like maybe like a little backstory, like nothing that's going to really hinder me watching the TV series. And then I realized afterwards, like, fuck, I should watch that first because they keep referencing, like, when he woke up, when this happened, this and that. And they show flashback scenes. And I'm like, I don't remember watching that. And then I highly <laughs> question my own fucking sanity. We're like, shit, did I watch that? And I don't remember.
3: And uh, unfortunately, that's what was really frustrating for me for the f- three episodes. I mean, everything else was was OK. But that little thing, because I'm such a when it comes to a completionist. A completionist, but also kind of like writing because it feels like I'm getting an incomplete story. Right well, that's why I said me.
2: that's why I mentioned like it felt like the first episode kind of drops you into everything because mm-hmm. from what I remember reading the Manoa at the beginning, I'm like, man, like I feel like I'm missing something. But maybe they'll jump back, to maybe this they're going to Tarantino. They're going to have a
3: flashback. Maybe they're
2: going to ta- maybe they're going to tar- maybe they're going to at this point. Maybe they're going to Tarantino it. You know, this is they, they're doing something different with the the show. They're just going to they're you know doing something different the first episode and then then roll it all into the following the, the Manoa, but. It didn't happen. Yeah. And so, but with that, even with that still, it didn't take away from me enjoying this. Okay. So, you know, for me, for this show, I'm going to give it a yay.
3: And for me, I'm I'm going to give it a nay. I'm going to give it a nay just because it's just not the type of anime for me because there were just too many times that I was like going, I was on the verge of being annoyed and then you have that moment where it's like, oh, wait, I, you mean to tell me that you gave me three episodes, but I have to go back and watch a different OVA to understand the character's history. That, that, like, pushed me over to saying, like, I was borderline yay, but now I was a nay And then
1: ever personing the board. Mike, what did you, did you get a chance to watch Noble East? Yeah, I did. I, excuse me, I was okay with it. There were definitely some narrative issues with the writing. I when you I didn't know there was an OVA. Yeah, I think I think so when you said that it it made complete sense because I do feel like I missed something. Yeah. And I don't want to say it's an before you told me there was an OVA, I would say nay. But now that you say there's an OVA, I might say yay because it's not terrible. I just feel like I I just felt like I was thrown in the middle of a story and I didn't know what was going on.
2: Yeah. And and the thing when you look at and when you look it up on Crunchyroll, they don't have them next to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the list, it's like, here's East. That's awful. Like, three, three sh- two or three shows in between, Nobilis Awakening. Yes. And it gives the idea of like, oh, I don't have to watch that. And and the... Why would they do that? I don't know. But That's so frustrating. So for our listeners, if you're going to check out Nobilis, watch Nobilis Awakening first, and then watch the TV series. It will help make everything a lot easier. Yeah. Which would have been nice for us before reviewing nice. this show. Um, so we have two yays and an a. So again, get another kind of another split show.
3: Get another split show.
2: Which is fine. And so guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and talk about our second show, which is, I feel completely different than what we've ever talked about before. <laughs> so we'll see you guys in a few short moments.
3: When you look back at the card, who had the best character development? Hmm. Who had the best? I mean. Jesus. I would say it's probably Captain Rios. Captain Rios
1: is up there. I, I don't yeah. even think the. I see. I don't even give a fuck about that show, Dave. What's the name of the girl? Uh, Raffi? No. The, the fucking main girl. The android. Data's fake So-G. daughter Soji. Yeah, Soji. I mean,. I mean, you could say she is the focus, but do what? Dude, this is what we know of her. She was created, she was then sent out, Stout. and she went to go look for her home again. Okay. That's her fucking story. David, <laughs> get <laughs> It's hard, dude. It's, the worst. So awesome. so awesome. it's the worst series <laughs> I've ever watched, David. It makes me cry, Dave. No, no if, I'm the if the listeners can hear my pain and my tears in my voice, it's it's uh, because they're there. David, <laughs> this show Picard hurts me.
3: Oh no, I'm with you. It is I'm an awful you. show.
1: Awful. Star Trek from the holodeck, exclusively on Rainman Digital. Head over to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or search for it wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: End simulation
2: Alright everybody and welcome back to Otaku Force. So we just talked about Noble East, and again I like our last show we kind of had a split decision kind of a I'd say split decision. Two yays and an A. Uh, but our next show that we're going to talk about definitely something different than whatever whatever we've talked about before. This is I would say our first full on sports anime that we talked about. Yes we did Mega Low Box but that was more of a futuristic boxing. Yeah
3: that was, that now, was I don't want to consider that a sports
2: I want to consider that a sports anime but no. this one is full-on in the sports anime genre. Uh, Iwaki Kakeru... Iwaka... Iwaka Kakeru... I'm saying that wrong. Sport Climbing Girls. There you go. Sport Climbing is a sport that makes use of both the body and the brain to climb walls. Kasahara Konomi, a master at puzzles, just happens to discover her school's climbing wall, and it looks almost like a colorful sort of puzzle in her eyes. This fateful encounter brings big change to Konomi's life. With her teammates in the Hanamiya Girls High School Climbing Club. Konomi races for the top in this passionate climbing story. Production is done by Blade, who hasn't anything really big that I, I've at I've least really seen. Uh, one of them is uh, Donte ni Waru Gaiden, uh, Kitsubetsu Yamanu no Chikai. And I swear, I'm sorry, guys, I'm trying to pronounce it as best I can. <laughs> and the voice actor for Konomi Kasahara was done by Samiri. Uesaka who did the voice of Akashi Queen Elizabeth and Warspite in the animated version of Azure Lane which is based off of the uh, mobile game where you have ships that are cute anime girls fighting each other Yes, and some with giant titties which I, I don't know how they do it but <laughs> fuck it if warfare looked like that cool I'm all for joining the army or whatever at that point I guess
3: you and pretty much everybody else <laughs> right but this,
2: watching this, I was like, man, like, cause I, I don't watch a lot of sports animes. Uh, Hajime no Ippo, I, I think, would be the closest. Ashido um, no Joe. Yes. Would, would be the closest, would be I would say, uh, that I've watched an actual sports anime. Uh, I don't think I can, I can say Grappler. I, don't, I think I can say Baki is really a sports anime. It's a fighting anime. Yeah.
3: I mean, when uh, it comes to anime, this falls in the genre of, like, for anime fans who are familiar with Slam Dunk flam Junk, haiku haiku
2: um free uh was it freeze which is the ice skating one yes
3: and then there was a there was a there was a swim team one i'm trying to remember free what, was that free yeah it's free okay
2: what i know all these i've never watched any of them but i know <laughs> I of them, know of them. <laughs> but i get for, that's what i get for working phoenix comic-con I, I hear about all these and i'm like oh i should watch these i never have any time it's like any other fucking anime fan I never have time to watch any of these <laughs> so mike did you have you ever watched any other sports animes have you or have you heard of any like ones you you knew I were sports
1: animes? Always just kind of veered away from them. Just not really big on them. However, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Yeah, uh, it was clever in a lot of ways. It reminded me of Food Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot more subtle in the way of sexual innuendos. There was definitely some lesbian undertones without a doubt <laughs> but they were a lot more subtle than they food, were wars. food subtle. wars I mean that's their that's their bread and butter with food wars that's what they do to fuck with you but with this series here I like the subtleties I liked the, the cleverness especially with how that one girl I cannot pronounce her name one of our leads figures out how to climb oh, yeah
2: it's like a it's because like the ma- puzzles. Yeah. It's like those match games where you have to like match all the colors in a row like uh fuck. I'm going to really make myself seem dumb. Like Disney Tsum, Tsum game where you have to, you know, encircle all the different, you know, same Tsum like characters, like little cutesy Mickey or Minnie or Donald or whatever. And they, yeah. you know, that. And, but I think it's cool because I was like, man, I, I don't know how I'm like this. Cause I, I don't, I don't watch, I've never watched like actual sports animes. I've had people saying you got to watch free, you got to watch, you know, you got to watch. Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. Free, ice. freeze, you know, though like Slam Dunk. Games, like, you should watch the accents. Like, t- all the boy, like, like you know, that's the typical sports anime that guys yeah. like.
3: But um, honestly, that's why. This is why I always, I actually tell people to watch the sports anime because I actually like the the old. It used to be just for like Shonen Jump and basically boy mangas and stuff right. like that. But, but it's like. When it comes to the sports anime, they have to get clever. They really well, know, do, but
2: it's also like it's your it's like a version of slice of life.
3: Cuz you don't have
2: you don't have like superpowers or you know any like you know these big monsters you're fighting or these epic adventures. It's you know, for some it's like, you know, we got to win the we got to win this competition. Yes. We've got to, you know, or you know, with Ashida no Joe and Hajima no IPO, it's I have to be the best boxer. Yes. And with this one, it was, she's like, well, I got to join a club. Yes. And then she sees the climbing wall. She's like, what's this? And then she figures out she likes it. And she's kind of a, you, know, almost like a natural. And then you find out that she used to be like a huge gamer and that she was like a, you know, champion, you know, mobile game player, you know, puzzle game player, puzzle game. And they even sh- they even go back to that when you meet basically the daughter of like Japan's top climbing, you know, free climbing expert. She beats her at like 10 games in a row at at ZWBY. Like, you know, it's supposed to be Ruby but but it's like, oh, I'm really good at Zuby. And I'm like, is that supposed to be like Ruby? Like the fucking, like the, the cartoon and shit? Like the, okay, fair enough. And, but what I like about this is that they have those kind of those kind, kind of those characters you would have in like another anime. Like where they have the different climbing characters, like where they have their own nicknames. Like there's one that's like, like the Red Stormtrooper and <laughs> There's one like, you know, like like the spider lady or some shit like the, the, you know, the panther. Yes. Like they have all these different ones that have their own, like their own abilities that why they're good at climbing.
3: Like even her, she gets the nickname. I think it's, I have, I have it written down on my notes, but it's basically, she even gets like a really kind of creative nickname. It's uh, mother eye. Yeah. And I'm like, going, that works. That works for that. Character. Because
2: she looks at it and she sees like the puzzle. So she, she sees, sees puzzle. How, how, you know, the best way to get to the top. And the animation is great. It's, it's very, it's, I don't want to say it's cutesy, but it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's almost, it's, it's kind of shoujo, but it's not.
3: I would, that's what like, I was going to say is it's shoujo ish.
2: But it's also like there's some points where it has, like Mike said, that food wars feel, like with
1: some of their cuts and everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And especially when they show her strategy. Yeah. Like that reminds me of when they go to how he's about to cook and the things he's going to do to, to wow someone with his food, it reminds me, kind of that he was like, "Oh, he yeah. was like, if I take this and I, I yeah, I
2: subtly saute the onions for about two seconds."
3: It's like a chess player's mentality. It's, uh, it's, it's almost like the action is in the. Th- Thinking process. Is yeah. it wrong that I want
1: the main girl to fall all the time so her titties will bounce? Like, is that is is <laughs> that's your I, that's, uh, that's your form of fan service, Mike? Okay.
3: Yeah, you're not alone, Mike. You're yeah. When alone. she got to the
1: top of that wall the first time, I was like, "Oh, God, bless you." <laughs> her titties made it first. They're the first ones at the top. Was not. It was not her hands. It was her tits. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whatever, Greg.
3: (laughs) Don't deny it, Greg. Don't deny. We're gonna.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna find nothing but fan service animes for the next show (laughs) and see how everybody fucking does.
3: But that's the thing is, like, when you when I when you take a step back from this anime, it shouldn't be as clever as it is, and that's what's really the impressive thing. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, this is what sports animes all are all about. They have to take this type of genre and. Infuse it with something that makes it interesting. And are you guys fans typically of sports anime? I am. Are you really? Yeah. I. I, when I the I only was, one I
2: watched was Hajime no Ippo and Ashido no Joe, in both yeah, boxing anime. So, yeah. yeah.
3: In, in my, hate and when I was actually watching anime regularly back in the day, I was watching Slam Dunk. I was watching Slam Dunk. There was a soccer one that I really liked, and there was even a Go, a anime based on the uh, Japanese board game go. And it was basically like uh, the player would go. It's much like a chess fighting match. Hmm. And stuff like that is like really interesting because it pushes the, the creativity that you have to do as a writer. And at first when you get, when when, when I saw the list of animes that we were going to cover this particular week and I saw this, I was like going, "Mm, this might be, this might be the bad one, and instead, out of the two animes we covered, I had so much more fun watching this than uh, than the, uh, the the first one. Noblesse, Noblesse, because like I actually found myself sitting there going, "Oh, I I like the fact that the character is actually you 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 do end up rooting for her, and that's something yeah. that's important in a, in, well, in a sports anime."
2: I should say I've watched one other sports anime. That was the wrestling one.
3: The, 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 the girl was like
2: it's like i want to be the strongest or something like that mm-hmm. but that was also a lot of fan service shots yes um crotch shots mike that's what i'm referring to
3: oh and you get a <laughs> lot of fan service shots in this one so yeah but of-
2: there's more in like who's the strongest i think it's who's the strongest is what it's called yes because like they're wrestling holes, I keep doing it. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Ch- <laughs> it's two women wrestling and, and everybody has like a semi-giant chest. Let's just let's fucking go on. Like I get it.
3: Greg is looking at his own crotch, going, I get it. <laughs> I get it.
2: <laughs> but I liked this because it was something that we had. it was something we haven't talked about before.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I always try and see stuff that we as as anime fans might not normally watch.
1: Yeah, I and, would never choose to watch this on my own and yet I, I ended up enjoying it probably more than the previous one. No, definitely more than the previous one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it, but and the thing I like about it is that it's it it kind of goes through like
2: everybody can kind of go back to like when they started doing some sort of sport and they're like, but when you connect with like the sport that you like playing a lot, whether you, you still play or you don't, you stop playing as a kid, like if you loved playing baseball as a kid, you stop because you just got bored or, yeah. you know, you found it. you were going to make it in the majors and you're just like, well, fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. I guess I'll, <laughs> you know, work at a power plant or something. I don't
1: wow, that's really that's specific. That's oddly specific. That's oddly
3: specific. <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I'll just... You got to <laughs> cut that out. I guess I'll just do a podcast on a shitty network to <laughs> fill my dreams. Mike, do I look like somebody who'd want to play fucking baseball? I guess I'll just... Uh, have some shitty friends.
3: <laughs> burnt out Greg, new character. <laughs> just, give up on my dreams. just give up on my dreams Burned out Greg.
1: Oh, we make... got two new Gregs this show. We have Viking caught Greg and Burnt, out, <laughs> burnt Greg.
3: out Greg.
2: I was gonna make films the rest of my life, but uh,
1: fuck it. Hey, listen, we up. got three Greg's actually. We got we got also non <laughs> <Greg. laughs> <Non-drinking Greg. laughs> <laughs> drinking Greg. Non-drinking Greg's been here the entire fucking time.
3: But you're, you,
2: it's never been an actual character, but I, I understand.
3: You definitely are onto something. There's something about the sports animes that just connects with with everyone. It's well, kind of but like each, that. each one has. It's like each, watching Rocky.
2: It, it's but each one has its own thing that people grasp onto. Mm-hmm. You know, in in free and then um, oh fuck, what is the ice skating one? Like free? I don't. I want to say freeze. That's gonna be I'm, sound really sounds really like fucking lazy. I can't remember of me. like. What it is. What it's called, but it, like those, those are very popular with girls. From my from my remembrance of you know working
1: Comic Con, that's so sexist, Greg. And say it now. We have another character now. Another Greg, sexist, sexist Greg. Greg. So many Gregs this episode, right?
2: Yeah, freeze. Yeah, f- no, that's freezing. God damn it!
3: <laughs>
2: I'm digging myself. I'm digging myself a fucking hole here.
3: But. It's it's definitely understandable. Like what you said, like what I was about to say is like
2: Yuri on Ice. That's what Yuri it's called. on Ice. Oh, but that's thing is that that like from that a lot of the panels that we did were all run by all girl groups because mm-hmm. they love to the show because the the guys in it were cute. They're you know for anime animated characters are attractive. You know, free. They're shirtless. They're swimming in water. They're you know, they have to be muscular to swim.
3: There were so many Yayoi Dorshidans. Oh yeah, no, what definitely is that.
1: Oh Yaoi? That's man Yowie. love. Man love. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. We talked about that on a show once. Yeah, very early on.
2: We also said Yuri was girl on girl. <laughs> we so should you- review some of those. The Yuri. Not the Yahweh. The Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh. Yahweh. Yahweh Yahweh. Yahweh? What are we talking about
1: God, God now? No, Yaoi. Yaoi. Yaoi Wowie. Think of it like that, Mike. Not the Yahweh one. We'll do the you uh, or you one. <laughs> you know, now I'm going to sneak in a Yahweh one here <laughs> yeah. just to fuck with you.
3: And I'm going to just be sitting there going, oh, okay, cool.
2: <laughs> Can <laughs> I
1: shove
3: this up my ass?
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is that there's always something on there. Slam dunk. It's always, you know. Oh, that's that's, like, that's run a long fucking time. That's
3: that's, that's run long, long. It's f- like the very, 80s? very, very long
2: time. Yes, yeah, it's the 80s and then you have like haiku which is like a volleyball one
3: that one actually i believe ran it's still going it's still it's still going i think it's today. i don't
2: want to say it's about to end but i just remember, i just know they're going like to a big climax here for it mm-hmm. and but every time like i read about sports animes or you know i hear about it from fans uh, you know when i when i would do Phoenix comic con fan fusion fan fest whatever we were calling it that year and the the passion for it was great and they're like you got to watch it so good and then, of course, like, yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely check it out. I don't have time to check it all out.
3: <laughs> there's too many things.
2: I've got shit. I got to keep up. I got to restart Jojo's Bizarre Star Adventure because I have no fucking idea where I left off. <laughs> I, you know, I just, you know, caught. I don't want to say I just got caught up, but I had to rewatch seven, you know, seven deadly sins. So I could remember what the fuck happened at the end. Yes. Um. There's all the shit that I need to watch. <laughs> and and now, like, in doing the show, all the stuff that I watch that I like that I want to keep going with That goes on the fucking list of anime that I got to watch just like this one. Oh, yeah.
1: And so now it's going
2: to be in that list of, okay, when, when, what am I, what do I watch first?
1: You're going to keep watching this one. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I am. I'm going to, I'm going to finish it just because the way the first episode starts, it's kind of one of those, like where she goes up against like one of her biggest tests against like one of these, uh, you know, big four, you know, yeah. big, whatever the big and five she, and like
3: she falls and then you, she has to You watch her journey suddenly. OK, she's you've seen what the end goal is.
2: And now you're going to see where how she gets there, how she gets there. And so it's kind of like when I watched who I'm, I'm going to be the strongest like, like the all girl wrestling anime. I was like, oh, I'll watch it. And it's like, OK, this is nothing but like fan service, but I want it like I have to see the end like I want to see if she actually. Completes her goal. I think it was to win the the title.
3: It's the it's the it's the it's the love of the hero's journey. That's what it is. Is because you're seeing a person strive for something, and who doesn't who doesn't relate to that? Because like, like what I was going to mention is like why a lot of film fans like the film Rocky. They like Rocky because they want to see him win in the end here. It's interesting that basically they found a way to make rock climbing a competition and this need to basically want to be the best at rock climbing. I never thought I'd ever see it. And the thing that also I I like that you pointed out is like anybody can watch this. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be all girls or all guys Guys and girls can get this character, get the, get the story and actually get into it. Yeah. It, well, that's the thing is that
2: in the shows that we've talked about before, there was always a clear defined of what was going on. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a shounen anime. It's all actions, all fighting, more story driven. It's fan service. It's a classic. It's something that everybody can watch, you know, back and forth, whatever we want to, however we want to categorize it. And it's always been something like, oh, here's... If you like this, you'll like this part of it. Or oh, if you like this, you'll like this one. Or you like this part of this one, or, or whatever. You can relate to this. But then when you get to a sports anime... Again, I'm I'm going to bring up Megalobox, because again, it is boxing. It's futuristic boxing, but it's still boxing. I wouldn't categorize it as sports anime. But you watch Megalobox because you want to know, is he going to be the champ? Yeah, Is he going to win? It's much like the reason why you watch Baki or... Uh, uh, King and Ashura. Yes. You want to find out, is he really the strongest? And the stories for those are all basic. It's fighting. There's underlying stories like he, Baki hates his dad and wants to beat the shit out of his dad. Who hasn't want to be, want, you know get into a fight with your dad and beat the shit out of him at some point?
0: Yeah. But the main story going through, are they going to win? Will they make it? Do they make it to the top?
2: Do they become the best at what they do? And I think with this, this is why this, I think connected with all of us and like, oh, I want to finish it is because it was so, it was outside of our norm
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it wasn't so, but it had like things that we all kind of like Mike brought up food wars. We brought up like other sports animes that we've each watched you more than the rest of us, but there was something in there that we all grasped onto so, for this for this show, I'm going to give it a yay. Okay. Yourself?
3: I'm definitely giving this one a yay.
2: Give it a yay. Mike a yay. So we've got three a's for the first show, two yays and an A for the or for sorry for the first show it was two yays and an A. Our second show, all three a's. Uh, guys, definitely we always thank you for for letting us into you know your your home, your your radio, your phone, wherever you're listening to it. Uh, and you guys can find all these on Crunchyroll. Uh, these are all incredible. whether you have a free or paid account you can find all of them mostly probably watch all the episodes already Uh, they have released Um, they're great go support it let us know what you liked let us know uh, what you didn't like about these shows Uh, definitely interact with this guy's again. you can listen to us on com, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Google Play you can find us there Mike thank you for personing the board yet again no problem and David thank you again as always for joining me arigato gozaimasu And as always, folks, I am Gregory Darkside Holmes. Thank you for joining us for Otaku Force, and we'll be back.